Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Saints Double Seven Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzapple. Alongside of me, as always, George Rogers. Hello. How's everybody's week been? Hi. I don't know. Because you can't talk to me. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope everybody enjoyed our Spectre uh, review. It seems like you did. Yeah. Uh, had, I, a ton, had a ton of plays. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the support. We're just about at 750 plays. Oof. So. Good stuff. Yeah. We're inching closer to 1,000. I'm really excited for that. Uh, some news. Uh, not really about this, about the channel. Um, I forgot to mention it on the other, because it was after we recorded the other channel. Okay. So what we're planning on doing is, I set up a YouTube channel for Station 007 a few months ago, and I ported the first four episodes over there, and I haven't done anything with it since, because um, I just keep forgetting to. But what we're actually going to do is create a YouTube channel. I'm going to repurpose that YouTube channel to fit the needs of both podcasts, Station 007 and the Multiverse Movie Podcast. And that'll be like a, a joint site for both podcasts where you could listen to the podcasts on YouTube. Uh, and there'll be other videos put up too. Maybe some book reviews about James Bond, uh, comic books, you know, for DC Marvel, whatever. Um, like, instant movies. So, hypothetically, if um, No Time to Die is in theaters on November 20th, uh, maybe we'll put up a quick video uh, as we sit in the parking lot at the movie theater saying, hey, we're going to go see the movie. Yeah. Here's our expectations. And then we'll give like a, you know, then we'll put up a video, like a 10-minute immediate thoughts of the movie. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah, like spoiler for you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah like, like that Sunday would be the spoiler-filled yeah. podcast. But, um, you know, like typical YouTube channels do. And, and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, video game reviews. And it'll, it'll be for both podcasts and it'll just be a world mm-hmm. of like a, of it, like, like a network of yeah, our like podcasts. A, yeah, like, pretty much. It'll, 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 so a network of both podcasts. Yeah. So, and or in case a, we end up doing another podcast, who knows? Yeah, we can always like yeah. we're under the same. Uh, being yeah. under one umbrella, yeah, um, will um, definitely help us out. So, yeah. So basically, be it'll be two both podcasts under one banner, and that's what the YouTube page is going to be. So, yeah. I'm going to actually work on that this week, probably, or at least start changing everything over to the 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 one one banner, and mm. then. Um, we'll get that going and we'll let everybody know. You can go in there and, uh, listen to us on there if you want. So, um, but that's, that's the news for that. Um, I did hear that a lot of states are reopening their movie theaters Mm -hmm. this month. Not, not ours. Not New Jersey. God forbid. God forbid we actually have a confident governor, but. (laughs) No, they, they talked about opening theaters in Jersey and then what was it? The next day they're like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm Phil Murphy. I'm angry at a deer. Some bullshit reason this fucking idiot doesn't want to do it, but whatever. He'll be. He he probably saw a herd of deer grazing in a field and he's like, hey, they're not social distancing. I'm closing out for a dining That's okay. Because when he gets voted out of office next year, he'll wonder why. He'll be like, I don't understand. Because you fucked everybody for a year. Yeah. Is what you did. Um, so you destroyed a lot of businesses. Yep. You've ruined a lot of livelihoods. Yeah. There's no reason. There's there's no reason why I should be able to go to Walmart with the trashies of trash people fucking shop. But I can't go sit in a fucking movie theater. Yeah. Forty seven states have gyms open. Mm-hmm. We're one of three that don't. Yeah. That's why Explain I go. That. That's why I go over to fucking. What are the other two states anyway? Does anybody even know? New York and. Um, I don't know though. But I know I know New York doesn't have their gyms open yet. At least in New York City, they don't. I don't know about the state itself, but I know New York City's gyms aren't open. Um, anyway, it's just bullshit. But uh, so I'm going to assume that we'll get no time to die in theaters. If the rest of the country is going to start slowly opening movie theaters, 
I think it's going to happen. And I know Europe is far ahead of us when it comes to fucking... I'm pretty sure the rest of the world is far ahead oh, of us. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I, don't, I actually don't know what's going on with China, though, but not though I care. They started this whole thing. Yeah. No, no, really no disrespect to any of our, if we have any Chinese listeners, but it did, it, it, it did originate in China, and I hold a grudge against you guys. I'm sorry. Not you personally, but the people are responsible for this. Yeah. So, um... Because you completely fucking ruined my year, so... Yeah, well, I mean, look at this country. We didn't exactly handle it too well, either. No, we didn't, but... No. I mean, it's... Ultimately, it's... Yeah, China's I mean, fault, I mean yeah, so. yeah. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed my whole year, because my whole year got fucked. Um, so, today's episode is going to be just a discussion as... To kind of piggyback off of the Spectre review. And we're just going to kind of talk about these leaked scripts from the Sony leaks. Um... What was it? Six years ago? Was that 2014? Yeah. That they so. happened? Yeah. Yeah, it was 2014. So, um, I mean, I'm not going to really... Everybody should has heard about the, the, the leaks, and it, it kind of fucked up a lot of films, too. I mean, it, that's the whole... kind of fucked up everything with the interview, um, which was an okay movie. I wouldn't say it was great. It wasn't, like, a laugh riot, like, uh, like, uh, um... Damn it! What was the movie uh, Patrick Bateman was talking about in American Psycho? It's called "To Laugh Riot." Uh, oh, Africa, brave Africa. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but we had the issues with um, the Amazing Spider-Man three. Even even though they had already fired Andrew Garfield, I think wasn't the Amazing Spider-Man two two thousand fourteen? Mm, possibly. Like that, yeah. It had it affected the um, it affected the Spider-Man uh, movies for yeah. so Yeah, that's oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Actually, I found it right here because basically uh, some bullshit with Amy Pascal was like she just some stupid shit, which basically led to them doing the the agreement with with Marvel, um, and uh, copies three cop. Well, not three, but multiple copies of the of different Spectre leaks were leaked out, which in turn led to the mess of a fucking third act that we got. Um, let me see. Let me find the uh, the one ad. So there is one script that was written by John Logan, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's the I think it is the one. Um, now I found this. This article I found on mi6community.com, so I wanted to give them credit uh, as I skimmed through it. This is about the John Logan script. Um, and is this the one? So there's yes, this is the one about Blofeld being an African warlord. Right. Uh, have you heard about this one? I did hear about it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it supposed to be? Uh, uh, I can't say I, his name. Is oh Chuatella? Yes, that's him. Yeah. Which. He's a great actor. Which he was my pick in yeah. my fantasy cast to, mm-hmm. to play villain. Yeah, he's a great actor. Um, so I'm just going to kind of read through these paragraphs and then uh, we'll talk about it. So uh, it, it starts off here. It goes, here's some details from Logan's first draft. It goes, uh, interestingly, the whole, interestingly, the whole MI6 team are in the field for the opening sequence. Mm-hmm. Bond is posing as a cage fighter in Amsterdam where he's fighting a man named Valenti. Q is posing as Valenti's medic through the fight. It all leads to a grand boat chase, which... We love boat chase. I love a boat chase. Uh, Valenti is essentially the skiar of the script. However, Bond does not kill him in the opening. 
Instead, 007 fakes his own death and escapes, Bond encounters Valenti later in Rome at a masked ball. The Blofeld reveal also happens during the opening sequence. You don't physically see the character, instead you witness Bond decipher a book code which yields the name Blofeld. Hmm. Apparently, the sequence had a tinge of World War II slash uh, Enigma machine about it. I'd love to know more about this, as all the studio execs are in agreement that the name reveal was is terrific. Logan introduces the idea that there will be a mole within MI6, even with characters like Money Penny being under suspicion. Apparently, this would have led to paranoia developing back in London, with the Allies being picked apart, especially uh, MP- Money Penny um, and Tanner, who are not said to get along. Additionally, there is no reference made to Franz Oberhauser. It would appear that the half brother nonsense came during. Uh, I was at P. This is P and W's. I'm assuming that's Purvis and Wade's run of the right. script. In Logan's draft, Blofeld is, is a African warlord with a grudge against Britain, going back to the colonial days. I'm going to stop right there. Uh, that sounds like Black Panther. I don't. I, I'm tired of that trope. Yeah. Okay, you're holding a grudge back, to, a 500 year grudge. Yeah. Um, but let's before I continue. Actually, there's only one more sentence, so let me read it. Uh, it would be revealed that Blofeld's real name is Joseph Key Embu. Uh, Chiwetel Okafor is that his name. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor, yeah. Had agreed to play the role. So we'll stop there, and we'll go back up, and we'll talk about That opening sounds really good, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like all that. Um, And so I've heard some of this before, because I know about four years ago, uh, or maybe five years ago, I'd say four, I think it was. I don't remember the date. I know James Bond Radio talked about these, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, yeah, that whole whole part seems very Bondish. You know, a, 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 a masked ball... You know, even Bond faking his death. We saw that with uh, You Only Live Twice. Mm-hmm. The whole boat chase, that sounds like a pretty good uh, Daniel Craig opening to a movie. Yeah. If you think about it. It really it, does. It's got a combination. It feels like a combination of Quantum of Solace a little bit and the Madagascar scene from Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. So it sounds really good. Yeah. Um, I would even have but, no problem. you could have all that. I mean, if, you, if, if they really enjoy tying all this stuff in, which mm-hmm. it seems that they do, mm-hmm. you can even go back to the Madagascar scene from, from, from Casino Royale and have that as your mm-hmm. as your jump-off to lead into. Yeah. Plus, there's also that uh, the general that was uh, giving the sheaf the biz. Yeah. The, I, forgot, yeah. The, I forgot the actor that played him. He's a, he's a great actor also. Mm-hmm. So the next part um, we'll go into here, it says, um, this is the, the next few bullets, um, mm-hmm. which is... In the first draft, there is no plane chase in Austria. Instead, it's made to sound like parkour on skis. So get Bond skiing. Mm. Um, parkour on int- skis on. Uh... It could could it could work? We don't we don't know how it would have been. Uh, it would seem that Mendez had rather diff- had a rather different plan for the iconic henchman role. In the final film, we got Mister Hanks. However, in the Logan script, we meet a black ops CIA agent named Charlotte. She essentially fills the role that Hinks plays in the final film and turns up at all the intervals he does. Uh, example given, reference is made that it is her who finds the dead Mr. White in the uh, chalet. Chalet. Sh- chalet. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Uh, chase Bond in Rome and involved in the Austrian plane chase. Charlotte would have started the, the film as Bond's ally in Rome, only later to be revealed as a Spectre operative during the ski chase. Bond would give Charlotte an iconic wound to her face. Hmm. Um, so, would that have been the scratch? That's weird. Why would she get it if she's not Blofeld? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know why they would have to get blood for the scratch anyway. Because if you do that, all you're doing is just making them like Donald Pleasance. Yeah. Uh, it would. It should also be mentioned that there is no reference to Oberhauser, C, or Nine Eyes. In fact, Blofeld's scheme involves blowing up a NATO base in the first draft. Hmm. Um, so, uh, this is all in all, I like what I hear. <laughs> uh, the the person who writes this is for MI6 community, and this guy's name is it just says Pierce to Daniel. So whoever he is, uh, thanks for the article. Um, this was written in December 2015. He was edited in July 15, 2015. So um, he finishes up by saying, "All in all, I like what I hear. I, I think the idea that of sounds it, good. Yeah, incorporating the Blofeld character early on as far as is far more effective than the one developed in film." After this, Logan did an official an additional draft, which that switched Amsterdam to Mexico City and the Day of the Dead. The big difference here was that Money Penny would have been involved and suffered great wounds that led her to going to the hospital. The general consens- consensus was that Logan's second draft was worse than the execs imagined, which which of course paved the way for the Neil Purvis yeah. and Robert Wade um, re- return. So. Um, I, you know what though? Even with the colonial aspect to it, mm-hmm. it sounds like a better movie. Right. Even though we've talked about last week that Sky that Spectre starts really well, and it slowly kind of just dips as the movie goes along and it implodes in that third act. Right. Like this first two acts of the movie, it goes from like a ten to like an eight and a half. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's not a massive drop off, yeah. but that that third act just implodes on it. The only issue I have with that. Um, mm-hmm. That, that they were talking about is that the whole MI6 team is in the field doing this mission. Yeah. I don't want, I mean, if Q's there, like, that's fine. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. I don't need Money Penny back out in the field doing shit. I don't need M getting involved in the storylines. Like, I want M just in the office, giving everyone their, like, yeah. just giving everyone their job. Like, yeah. you know, hey, 007, this is your job. Like, bring the other 004, or, yeah, 004, bring other 00 agents. That might be interesting now. Yeah, to see how mm-hmm. to, to see how Bond works with others. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a modern day Alex Trevelyan. Maybe yeah. not calling him Alex Trevelyan, but but like another you show like, like a friend, a close friend of Bond's. That's yeah. another double O or something yeah. like that. So yeah, I don't. I'm not saying have that person get killed or anything, but you know, mm-hmm. just see how they kind of work out, and then maybe you like have that whole thing as not so much like a training op, but have like M's like, all right, let's see how you guys work together on an actual mission. Mm-hmm. And then you know, just kind of go from there. But that would have been, yeah. that'd be kind of interesting to see, but mm-hmm. I don't want like, like that's a bit of an issue I have with like the modern day Bond films. They always kind of find a way to get M involved in the storyline somehow. Yeah. I don't want M involved in the storyline. I want M as being the, you know, big as the big chief in charge, telling Bond what to do. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go do this. You know, I'm gonna sit here, smoke this pipe, and uh, reprimand you when you get out of line, and you know, offer you a glass of champagne when we do a good job. You know, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I don't need him part of the. I don't need him part of the story. So here's a uh, another a leak that has to do with um, a. I don't know who's um, whose script this is. Uh, it doesn't say. I've heard about this one before too. It's where Blofeld's actually a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, the, oh, this is um, where is it? Just saw it. Okay, so apparently this is uh, partially the uh, Robert Wade and Neil Purvis 
I guess their first draft mm-hmm. looks like. Um, so I found this on uh, Bond and Beyond uh, dot com. Uh, I'd heard this before. This is actually something that was touched on by James Bond Radio. So this isn't. I know this isn't bullshit. Um, but Blofeld is in it from the very first story pitch. But apparently, Sony execs kept in the dark about uh, Logan's true reveal of Blofeld. He is a she. So I guess that means that Charlotte Woman was actually going to be Blofeld. Maybe right. a twist. Maybe. Um, uh, so it says, yeah, baby. <laughs> so uh, exec- Michael uh, Linton, an executive of Sony, said uh, no way would that ever work unless they could get Meryl Streep for the part. Ooh. Yeah. The part Actually, is- you know what? I'd also go with Helen Okay. Mary. I'd go with Helen Mary in that part, too. So, um, so apparently this... this I'm. Let me correct myself. This is apparently was the original idea they were trying to use before uh, Logan came in to actually write the script to make him an African warlord. Right. So um, the part was later rewritten with Blowfuck being a central African warlord and a hidden diamond mine. Uh, Q, um, I can, I'll never know his name. Chiwetel. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Excuse me. Uh, looks like he wouldn't be getting paid on par with what Har- Javier Bardem got. Uh, so Oh, so he dropped out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So Tilda Swinton was mentioned to be in the movie, but it was unclear if she was supposed to be Blofeld or Irma Blunt. Right. Um, Irma Bunt? Irma Bunt. Bunt. Uh, Blofeld then starts to morph into what we're getting in this draft, a family connection to 007, which may have been hard to pull off with the Edge of Four role. Uh, here, uh, here to four? I've never heard that word. Here uh, to four? Yeah. We've had fa- the right... Fa- fancy people say because yeah. they know words. All we know are grunts and us. That's true. Um, we've had a writer and the director try to tick off every political correct box I could imagine. Lesbian villainess that imprisons uh, Kaja, which was the character that morphed into Madeline Swan. Okay. Female Blofeld, black Blofeld, basically just anything but white. Basic bitch Blofeld. Yeah, bald Blofeld with a beautiful white cat on his lap. M was written as well. If you saw Brian De Palma did the Jim Phelps character in and Mission Impossible. Impossible. Mm. I wouldn't want to see that though. That would have really. I think that would have. That would have completely killed the franchise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that at all. It yeah. worked in Mission Impossible, but it worked in Mission Impossible because there wasn't a formula to follow. Mm-hmm. Because there was no Mission Impossible movie like in between mm. when the show ended that, and when the movie yeah, came. Yeah, but out. that movie is actually a sequel to the show though. Yeah, it's a great movie though. Oh, you yeah, I love that movie. Talking to? Yeah. We, we both um, then this sh- uh, should come to no surprise. I guess this is somebody breaking down the scripts. So I'm just going to read it, and we're going to keep discussing it. So mm. this should come as no surprise as Logan Mendez both pull a page out of Cruz's 1996 film and try to turn M into a puppet of Blofeld. Ray Fiennes got wind of this and put his foot down. Bravo, Ray Fiennes. There you go. Didn't want to play any part of it, so they gave the thankless task to Roy Kinnear's Tanner. I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that either, because Tanner and Bond and the books are, are actually pretty good friends. Yeah. Uh, but not sure if that made it into the shooting script, which it obviously didn't. Obviously didn't. So, um, <clears throat> Amsterdam, Naples, Italy, Cuba, Sweden, and Morocco were all in the first draft. It just seems like... Uh, this kind of hitting the beats of the last one, the cage like, fighting yeah. and stuff like that. Like, with there, it just seems like when they're like, oh, well, let's try and get... You know, M as a double mm-hmm. agent. No, we're going to have Tanner's double agent. It's like just somebody come up with something mm-hmm. original without trying to go to a movie and, mm-hmm. and give us something that we Yeah, see. well, see, that could have worked making Mallory 
uh, a bad guy mm -hmm. in Skyfall because I think a lot of people are kind of expecting that to happen. Right. Like maybe he's on the books with uh, with Silva because he comes off a little he comes off suspicious like at first, you know. He, well, not really suspicious, but he comes off he, he comes off he's very uh, he's very crass. Mm -hmm. He's very blunt. He's very to the point. Yeah. Like he's basically telling M, you're going to be out of a job. Yeah. He basically tells her you're mm -hmm. getting fired, whether you like it or not. And only to a point where it almost makes you seem like, you know, this guy is trying really hard to get rid of M. So, you know, maybe, but who but who knows what, what could have been? Because I prefer what we got now. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, and that kind of made, as we talked about it before with uh, No Time to Die, um, I want to see this timeline continue because I want more Ray Fiennes as M. Yeah. Unless they were to turn around and do another reboot and just kill more continuity and keep him on his end like they did with Judy Dench. Yeah. You know? So, um... So, the original script called for two Bond girls, Kaja, which was Madeline Swan, right. and Charlotte. Charlotte was a black ops agent loosely, loosely aligned with Felix Leiter, who was also in this draft. Uh, Charlotte betrays Felix and Bond. Um... They may be going to that for uh, for no time to die. You never know. Yeah, I'd like to see no. Me I bet. Turn. I bet. I bet you a lot of this stuff is going to creep up in no time to die. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's quite. It's quite. Quite possible. I'd like to uh, say something real quick. On, yeah, absolutely. On the uh, on leaks mm -hmm. and people who like sort who who usually intentionally look them out. This is my thing with leaks and spoilers and all that. Mm -hmm. If you want to look for leaks and you want to know what's happening in the movie, that's fine. That's on you. It's like if I you, do. It, yeah. What I don't like is people who who intentionally s seek them out, mm -hmm. get the link, and then post up on social mm -hmm. media. It's like, oh, hey, if you guys want to know what happens, here's this. Like, yeah. Don't put that out there for people to look at. Like, yeah, I know it's like, oh, well, you don't have to click on it. But you don't have to put it out there for everyone to see. A lot of people like to have the surprise when they go into the theater. They want to be surprised when they see it. Like, oh, this is going to happen fine. Like, if you go into a movie knowing that someone's going to die, mm -hmm. it, it's like, all right, well, that kind of ruins that moment. I just, you know, if you get if you come across a leak, you come across a spoiler, please just keep it to yourselves. Don't post it in a group for other people to see or stumble onto because you may be ruining someone else's experience. Even if it's something where you put the link but no one looks at it and they go to the comments to be like hey don't put this up and someone mentions it in the comments like well that got ruined there too because someone mentioned it in the comments like don't be that guy mm -hmm. yeah like what happened with uh, Endgame with Tony Stark yep everybody was trying to fucking post that shit well also <clears throat> in The Force Awakens I mean yeah. I mean, we were I mean I know you and I are pretty sure the Han Solo was going to die but yeah. like I clicked on a thread it was for a completely unrelated topic and that was the first thing came up. it's like oh Han Solo dies in Force Awakens it's like you're an asshole like why yeah why would you do that yeah so here's an interesting uh, paragraph I was just skimming through so uh, we jumped down a little bit um, so obviously Bond 24 Spectre was the last partner movie with Sony mm -hmm. uh, I'm almost positive it was yeah it was um um so there's a paragraph here that says, um, this film will, the film will be a hit in a unique way that a movie these, these days can hurt, earn $750 million at the box office and still disappointingly be considered an underperformer. Mm -hmm. It won't make Skyfall money. Daniel will not come back 
will want to come back for one more film and try to right the wrongs of Spectre, but it won't happen. Whomever MGM partners with after Bond 24, if they choose to do so, will not want to invest in a series where an actor is getting older and his best films are behind him. Hence, Craig is four and done and without an ally like Amy Pascal at Sony to partner for a fifth Craig Bond film, it'll be time to move on. Where that's kind of partially, I think, correct. I think... Now, Craig was contracted to do a fifth movie. I know there seems to be people that kind of forget about that. Um, But I think he was probably mentally done with the franchise. Yeah, I think he was pretty much checked Um, out. And like I've said before, I... And we'll talk about this in October when we do our Daniel Craig retrospective. Because, um, side note, on the 23rd, we're doing the Sean Connery retrospective because his birthday is that Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then we're on September 5th, we're doing Lazenby's retrospective because his birthday is the next day. So Craig's is going to be the last one leading into No Time to Die. I, I'm kind of poetic, honestly, yeah. leading into No Time didn't to Die. Pl- didn't even plan it that yeah, way. Yeah, so... Um, but we're not going to do On Her Majesty's and the the retrospective. We're gonna actually going to split them into two. But we're going to talk about the documentary on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, Becoming Bond, Bond, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah Being Bond, whatever it was. Uh, we're going to do that along with talking about... Because that, that's a better fit. Yeah. So. Rather than try to um, <clears throat> squeeze it all in together. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I completely... I, I had forgotten about the... the uh, the documentary until I texted you that day saying, hey, yeah, I did too. we should do that instead. <clears throat> Here's another tidbit. It says, uh, based on the way that Bond throws his gun away in the river and starts a new life with Madeline Swan, assuming the scene makes it into the film, it would be a fitting end to the character's arc, let him be, and then plan to reboot the series. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, cur- I'm curious what changed between Spectre and Danny Boyle's no, uh, Bond 25 that got Craig back on board with the franchise. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, I'll tell you what it probably was. The fact that Spectre made $800 million of the box office. And didn't make a billion? Didn't make, I mean, well, well, we're not that didn't make a billion, but $800 million is still nothing to is still nothing to sneeze at. They probably offered him a shit ton more money. I think they did, because he. I think he was done, and I don't think they were ready to... Um, move on from him but yeah. and you know what though in the same say you know I always say that he should have been three and done done mm-hmm. inspect Skyfall because he would have been the only actor in the history of the franchise that left on a high note right. even though Dalton we think Dalton did that was not a planned leave that right. was legal battles and stuff like that had he stepped down after the third movie you could hold up and be like hey he had a good error even Quantum is a decent film right so um, but the more I think about it because with my fears with No Time to Die, he maybe he should have been done at the Spectre. That could have been a good way to let his arc com- complete. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, yeah, you, maybe, you know, 2019, you turn around and go, oh, hey, by the way, we're, we're going to reboot this as a new Bond. Right. Get ready, everybody. In two years, you're getting a Bond movie. November 2021. Yeah. You know, maybe that would have been the better thing. So Maybe that's what they're going to do now. Maybe everything just got pushed to a fifth film, you know? Um Instead of killing Blofeld in the early drafts uh, with a point-blank bullet to the head on the bridge, which was always planned, mm-hmm. uh, they let him live. Uh, which I've heard that too. Uh, that the original scripts all called for him to... Uh, for Bond to kill him on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Now, I cannot find 
this document anywhere. But I know James Bond Radio talked about this. Right. So the there was another script out there that had them. It was the brother aspect, <clears throat> um, being stepbrothers and stuff like that. But instead of the torture scene, they play this poker game. And I think right. I even talked about this in another podcast. Yeah. I brought it up. I don't remember which one it was though. God only knows. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I like that a lot more. And. I think that would have fit better in the movie. God, yeah. what what pod, what podcast was that? That's going to uh, drive who, me insane. Who knows? It, that might have been one of the early ones. You know, it might have been the rankings. That's possible. That's probably what it was, because we haven't talked about a lot of Daniel Craig stuff. No. So, or that could have been something that you and I just talked about. It might have been. So, yeah, it might have been. Because I remember you talking about it before. I just can't remember if it was on podcast or yeah. if it was um, just sitting on the couch of BS. But, like, most of the movie was the same. And it seems like as I would scroll through about all this stuff like uh, overall the, the the first two thirds of the movie is the same movie and mo- like once they got past that first script with and they changed everything mm-hmm. over to like Mexico City and stuff like that um that most of the movie is the same it was the third act they kept rewriting yeah. and they gave us something kind of mediocre like and I guess in hindsight I wish they kind of would have made that original script with uh, a, a black blow felt and stuff like that would have been interesting. You know, ch- ch- God damn, man. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. Why do I... And he, I love him as an actor, too. Yeah. I never could say his name, though. Like, I kind of wish they would have went that route. It sounds like we would have had a more a more uh, complete movie. Yeah. Instead of starting off with a fucking bang. And then... Having, you know, uh, having, have, having yucking it up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've got the joke for you, <laughs> Mr. Bond. So... It basically says here, there's another one I found on It's from Time.com. Uh, talking uh, MGM executive Jonathan Glickman um, said about the, the 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 original script. I get no, actually this is the script uh, looks like where um, they start to ma- bring in the brother angle. So this is the purpose of way script saying for what it's worth. I think the first hundred pages are fantastic, um, which that would probably be roughly the first half of the movie, probably maybe first two thirds. So it's kind of crazy. So. Um, what else is in this script? Uh, I guess it was also MGM uh, or Sony that pushed that there needs to be a twist rather than a water chase with guns. Well, I would have preferred a water chase with guns, actually. Yeah. Thank you very much. So the fucking boring salt from a mile away twist we got. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So overall, George, mm-hmm. um, what do you think of these? What do you um? What do you th- what do you think we should have gotten? I I the African warlord. Yeah. I mean, I'm I I do like what we got because I like Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that third act. I think yeah. the third act could have been done a little better. Mm-hmm. So you could have kept the movie the same, but then as we said in the as we said in the in the previous podcast, yeah. just little tweaks here and little, there. It didn't wouldn't have taken act. much to make this movie a very good sequel to Skyfall. Yeah. Because it would never have lived up to Skyfall. Skyfall's mm-hmm. damn near perfect. If not perfect, mm-hmm. this could have been a very, very, very good follow-up, consistent follow-up to Skyfall, yeah. and it's a shame it didn't. I um, I would have been, I would have been okay with um, the African Warlord too. Yeah. I actually would have been okay with um, a female Blofeld, or they could have even they could have even done something where Blofeld was this mm-hmm. like there actually is a big a, a real Ernst Stavro Blofeld, but they're he's got like. 
fake Blofelt out there to conce- like to protect him. You know what I mean? Like, right. like to keep his identity safe. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I know, yeah. Like, um, I don't not because they're not, obviously not doubles. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like decoys, you, decoys basically. Like, oh, this is Blofelt, but then you find out that that's actually not Blofelt. Like, oh, she's Blofelt, but wait a minute, that's not her. She's not actually Blofelt. Mm-hmm. Then you could unveil him in the fifth minute, maybe the next movie that this is finally Ernst Thomas Blofelt, which should have been Mister White. Yep. But uh, would have just made sense. Yeah, um, but they can especially still, if Tilda Swinton too. She's a great fucking actress. But they can still use that. Still, but they can still use that African warlord storyline for a future Bond movie. They could. Like, like maybe don't toss that out. That could yeah. still work. Just that don't still make sounds a, like a good movie. Yeah, just don't make a Blofeld. And yeah. I mean, you would have to change up a little bit here or there. So it would have worked. Yeah, it could still be a good Bond yeah. film. So, I um, it's it's a damn shame. It's a damn shame because this um. There's some good stuff in these. I wish, you know, I wish I could find more of the stuff. I really, really spent a lot of time trying to Google the stuff and find it, but I don't know. I don't have the connections like some podcasts do, you know. Yeah. Um, but I found what I could, and um, it's everything just seemed well. Most of the stuff just seems like a, an overall better movie than what we actually got because right. that third act is just so fucking piss poor mm-hmm. and poorly written. So, agreed. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, that's all I got. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've got nothing. Yeah. More. This is. Yeah, this is just a uh, general discussion yeah. podcast. So we're here. Yeah. What we got here? What we got there? Um. It's a, oh, it's a how to be uh how, how to act like James Bond in in classic society. <laughs> Drink martinis and slap girls on the ass. <laughs> yeah. About time. Yeah, apparently, also, uh, originally, it was supposed to be revealed that Ron Zoberhauser was Blofeld in the last, like, five minutes of the movie. Eh, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how are you going to, um, how, how much, like, how, how are you going to do that to the fans, you know? <laughs> that's just a slap in the face of everything that's come before it. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. But, <clears throat> dude, die another day. <laughs> but, you know what, that's all I got. Yeah. No, it's today's episode not going to be very long 35 minutes um we just wanted to have a discussion and kind of piggyback off of what we did last week so mm-hmm. um next week is going to be our sean connery retrospective That's great. also That's really good one. this week i am launching officially a la- launching the station 007 reading club so what i'm going to do is i'm going to pick a bond book and as of right now i'm planning to do one chapter a week maybe i'll do two because if i do one a week it'll take me forever to read a book so, and I don't want to say a book has got 20 chapters. Well, that's a quarter of a year. Yeah. And I could read a book in a week if I wanted to. So, um, so I'll let everybody, I'm leaning towards restarting Moonraker because like I said, I'm only like 15 pages in it, but I really, really, really want to read, uh, um, oh man, what's that fucking book called? I always forget what it's called. Um, <clears throat> hold on guys. Is it which character? Or is it somebody from the book? No, it's um, it's a Bond book. Is it Kermit the Frog dressed as a reporter? Because Forever and uh, a Day. Okay, Forever and a Day. It's it's actually a prequel to uh, Casino Royale. So, well, yeah, because it, it's actually um, it's like Bond's first mission. So, I really want to read that. Um, so I'll post up. Uh, keep an eye on our Instagram. I would say Tuesday, roughly, 
I'll let everybody know if I'm going to do Moonraker or I'm going to do Forever in a Day. I'm leaning towards Moonraker, though, because I, I started Casino Royale. I started I, – I've I read Casino Royale again for, like, the tenth time in my life. And I read Living Let Die for the first time, and it was fantastic. So I kind of want to read Moonraker because I've never, I haven't read Moonraker, and I know it's a really good book. So yeah. Tuesday I'll let everybody know which book I'm going to read, and that'll be under the banner – um, on the podcast channel, just as Station 007 Reading Club, it's not going to be a designated episode number or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and uh, I'll aim to do those on Wednesdays. Um, if it changes, you know, for the most part, we try to let everybody know what the plans are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, keep it on that. Uh, I'll work on the I'll work on the logo for that tomorrow. Yeah, an idea for that. So I'm excited to do that. It should be fun. Um, again, I hope you enjoyed today's review. Keep an eye out. On our Instagram page and Facebook, of course, for the Station 007 Reading Club and the news when the, we uh, finally launched the redone YouTube channel yep. for both podcasts. So, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Sunday, Sean Connery Retrospective. Yes, sir. And, uh, George, if you have nothing else. Uh, I don't have anything else. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers. And just like dumb, yeah, yeah, just like dumb, dumb Dugan, <laughs> just like James Bond, Station 007 will return. Beep, boop, beep. <laughs>